We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hi. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode number 21 for May 25th, 2020. And our feature topic today is the Disney Moderate Resorts. We've got a lot of information for you today. But as always, we're going to start with our cheddar from the big, big cheese. Sophie? I just want to remind you and let everyone know that our On the Road with Mickey giveaway is going on in full swing. This is the last week because it ends on May 31st. So if you haven't entered to win yet, people, you might want to think about it. Right, Soph? Right. We're giving away a Darth Vader Scentsy Warmer with the wax and a $25 Disney gift card. So even if Darth Vader is not your thing... There's probably someone in your family that would love Darth Vader. I know I would, but unfortunately yeah. I can't win it. No, we can't win it. But on the flip side of that is if you're looking for some extra spending money for your next trip, that $25 Disney gift card will come in handy, won't it? Yeah, it definitely will. So the contest runs from May 1st to the 31st. We're going to announce the winner on June 1st. The way we're going to do it is we will um, email the winner and we're going to announce it on our social media sites. We're going to announce it in the raffle copter widget that we have on the on the blog post for the giveaway. We're going to announce it in the on the road with Mickey group and everything like that. So make sure you enter to win. You can't win if you don't enter. Exactly. And now that we have another We have another thing in regards to On the Road with Mickey, and I want to be the one to talk about it. We now have a merchandise shop. It's an online store, and you can get equipped with T-shirts, coffee mugs, all these different things. And they are all On the Road with Mickey themed. I'm designing the, the logos and whatnot to go on the shirts and coffee mugs right now. And... For the first two weeks, there will be a 15% like off sale. Yeah. Not a coupon. It's not a coupon. Well, kind of a coupon. Kind of a coupon. Yeah. Kind of not. Kind of is. It's a kickoff. It's a kickoff promo. So. Yeah. So you might want to check out our store. We've got um, we've got a page set up on our website on the road with mickey.com and you'll see it in the menu it says shop the on the road with mickey store and um 
and it pretty much is simple as that it's just like <laughs> it takes you to the store and you um look at the stuff you can customize the logo you can make it smaller you can make it bigger you can put you can adjust where it goes on your shirts or on your merchandise stuff like that we've got um bandanas which are kind of a hot item right now because of all the coronavirus face mask coverings so those are on back order but um but you know there's a lot of different things that you can do you can even if you have the right type phone and you need a phone case you can even get a phone case with the logo on it so we'd love it if you would check it out and if you see something you like, just remember, for the first two weeks, there's 15% off. So give us some thought and take a look at it. Um, and you know what, Sophie? What? Muppet Vision 3D is one of our favorites over at Hollywood Studios. It's so dorky, but that's why we like it, I think, right? Oh, yeah. We are definitely dorky people. But um, they recently celebrated their 29th anniversary at hollywood studios happy anniversary muppet vision yeah and i don't think i ever thought about it but the stage where you watch the show is set up to be just like the stage from the old muppet show shows when it was on tv Mm. so i don't think i ever knew that i don't think we knew that either well i know i didn't yeah, so I think that's kind of cool having Statler and Waldorf up on the balconies, you know, and us in the auditorium and so forth. I just think it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And then last, we have one more bit of cheddar from the big cheese. And you want to cover it, Soph? I would love to. We are nearing the end of the tunnel, you guys. Universal City Walk is now open. Not all venues But it's a start, and Disney Springs has also opened up as well. We are a day closer to having all of the parks reopen, and I certainly hope that it's done by the end of June. Yeah, I hope it's done before then, because that'll give them time to get everything squared away for when we have our trip, which is July 12th through the 18th. And, um... Hope I'm not jinxing anything by saying we're going to be there, but we're going to be there. And if anyone is interested in an on the road with Mickey meetup, then stay tuned because we're going to see what we can do to make that happen. So, um, you know, just like everything else that's opening up around the world, there's there's restrictions in place right now. There's capacity restrictions. There's face coverings, temperature scans, those sorts of things. Um, six feet, six feet distance, you know, rules and stuff like that. Um, so just keep that in mind if you're going to be visiting those places. Um, and then, um, and that'll probably extend into the parks even as well. So just keep that in mind as well. But that's all the cheddar from the big cheese we have for this week. And so now we're ready to get on to our feature topic, and we're doing a big look at the Disney Moderate Resorts this week. There's mm-hmm. quite a few of them. There's and a lot of them we've actually stayed at, and they are some of our favorites. They are, exactly. Um, the first one is Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. We also have Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. 
We've got the cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. We've got Disney's Port Orleans Resort, which is broken up into two. There's Riverside and there's French Quarter. And we're going to go into some big details about a lot of these, a lot of the things you can see and do at the um, at the resorts. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and get started. And why don't we just start with Caribbean Beach Resort? Sophie, do you want to take that or you want me to? I would love to take that one. And while we have not stayed at this one, I have looked up pictures of a lot of these resorts, and they are all so beautiful. Well, first off, the Caribbean Beach Resort, it is themed around the beaches of the Caribbean, of course, per the title. And there are two dining dining things here, features. And one is Sebastian's Bistro. It's a table service. The other is the Center Town Market. And as for recreation, it includes the Fuentes de Moro pool, campfire activities, movies under the stars, which is something a lot of the resorts feature. Mm -hmm. And I remember at Animal Kingdom, they did that one at the pool, and we watched the Brave Little Toaster. (laughs) And Pirate Adventure Cruises. I have... I'm not quite sure what that one entails, but it seems to be like something very interesting. And it probably also goes along with the fact that the rooms can be pirate themed. Yeah, you have uh, at the Caribbean Beach, you have a couple different options for your rooms. You can have regular rooms, which are um, just, you know, regular beds and stuff like that. But they also have a selection of pirate themed rooms. And they are, um, they're themed, you know, like your bed is made up into a pirate ship and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. They're a little bit smaller as far as the bed size goes. So they, they, the biggest I think is a double, um, as opposed to queens or kings. So if you have a, you know, if, if you're staying there as a family and dad's a big guy, then the room, then the bed might be too small. So keep that in mind. But um, the Pirate Adventure Cruises, Sophie, are for, um, I think they're geared towards the younger ones, like a two-hour pirate cruise where you're going swashbuckling and things like that. So That makes sense. Sorry, I've got a little itchy in my eye and I can't quite get it out. That's okay. So, um, and... The dining, mentioning Sebastian's Bistro and the Centertown Market, those aren't by any stretch the only dining um, locations at Caribbean Beach. It's just those are the two main ones that I that I mentioned. There's also some um, lounges and things like that where you can get a drink and stuff like that. So so mm-hmm. it's a it's a big resort because it's the original moderate resort. So um, so it really is. Um, to be factored in is it's going to have a lot of different things to do and and eat places to eat and stuff like that. So so anyway, um, why don't you take this next one? Which okay, my background is yeah. So the next one is Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. That's on our list, and um, that actually is a convention resort. So they have a lot of conventions there. Um, so it's a bigger resort. 
and it has a lot to do and a lot to a lot of places to eat and things like that um, as a result. And it actually has just had a huge renovation where they built a brand new tower. It's called the Grand Destino Tower. And um, and it's like a 12-story, 15-story tall tower right there in the front of, of Coronado Springs. So, yep. um, so from it's when... It's huge. Yeah. And we stayed here twice as a family. Um, and this was where we were going to stay um, if we had made our trip in March. But um, so it would have been totally different for you, Sophie, because you haven't seen it since they worked on the tower. Yeah. So, but as far as dining, there is a, a wide assortment of different places. There's table service, there's quick service, there's lounges. There's um, some places that the Disney dining plan is accepted and some places where it's not like, um, you know, Barcelona Lounge, um, the Dahlia Lounge, Three Bridges Bar and Grill. You know, they don't accept the dining plan. But if you go to Toledo, which is a tapas steak and seafood restaurant, then that's a table service restaurant. And the dining plan is accepted is accepted there, as is. Um, at the Maya Grill um, and at Rick's Sports Bar and Grill. Those are all table service restaurants. Um, there's also Cafe Rick's. And then the Big Food Court, which used to be a different name. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it was called. But it, would, but it translated, I think, to just the market. Um, and um, And that was like a food court type place. And I remember we ate there once, Sophie, and it was really good because it had all these different stations. You could go to which one you wanted. You could get pasta while I could get um, fajitas, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, they've changed the name of it, and it's now called El Mercado de Coronado. And it is a quick service, <laughs> and it does take the Disney dining plan. So if you're on the dining plan, you know, and you're staying here, there's a lot of options for you to um, to be able to use your credits for whichever type of, of meal that you want, you know? Yes, indeed. And actually, Daddy, I just translated El Mercado, and that literally means the market. So it's still the same, roughly. <laughs> it's just a slightly different name change. Okay. Yep. <laughs> still the same. Yeah. Well, that's good. And then... Um, Moving on to recreational activities at at Coronado, um, you know, there's one of what I think is one of the coolest pools, and it's called the Dig Site. Um, you know, all the resorts have pools. All of them have a main featured pool, and then they also have little smaller ones um, for if you want something closer to your room, you know, that's a little more quiet and relaxing. But the Dig Site has a really cool water slide. And it also has a, um, a water feature that looks like a Mayan um, pyramid. Right, Sophie? Is it yeah. Mayan or Aztec? Um, it is Mesoamerican. Okay, so it's either. Um, but the dig site I always thought was a lot of fun. And it, and it has a, it's a big pool, has a lot of area and a lot of things you can enjoy there. And, and they also beautiful have... beautiful at night. 
it is really cool at night when you if you go there swimming at night it's really cool just be a, aware of when lifeguards may or may not be on duty um and that doesn't mean the pool will be closed but you just have to be more careful and pay attention to what you're doing um yeah. you know and like sophie mentioned movies under the stars and and it turns out that most of the um resorts have some sort of campfire activities um not necessarily all of them but some of them have some sort of campfire activities but one thing you can do at coronado is you can play volleyball um or you can go to the iguana arcade or you mm-hmm. can if you're a fitness buff you can go on the jogging trail around the resort um your kids also, can play at the playground um they also have a fitness room indoors yeah they and do it has all the regular gym amenities yeah so there's a lot of things that you can do um, at Coronado Springs and um, a lot of different types of room categories. You know, they have rooms that are more like a regular hotel room, but they also have rooms that are more like a, like a casita, like a cabin um, mm-hmm. sort of feel. And then, of course, there's the rooms in the Grand Destino, which you can get a tower view. And one of the things that would be really neat for us to check out Sophie on our trip maybe is to go over to Coronado and go up to the Grand Destino and maybe just check out um, one of these lounges because some of them are at the very top of the tower and you can actually see the fireworks from Epcot and Hollywood Studios over at Coronado Springs. It's that yeah. it's tall enough that that makes that big of a difference. I'm looking at some of the I was looking at some of the pictures of the lobby when I was finding this picture right here. Uh-huh. And it is beautiful. Yeah. Like so, truly beautiful. So I think it'd be really worth taking a look at and and see if we can maybe you know get some more in-depth photos and share mm-hmm. them online. Um, but you know, that's, that's Coronado Springs. There's, there's a lot to see and do. So don't think of it as just being some, um, business type resort with where there's always a convention because that's not the case, uh, especially now in this day and age. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend it as a, as a place to give it a, give it a thought, you know, the, you know, in addition to the Grand Destino tower that they worked on, they also did a soft goods renovation of a lot of the rooms. And the last time I was there um, for a Pixie conference, I stayed at Coronado and the room was absolutely fantastic. I mean, it was it was top notch. I'm still jealous that you didn't take me on any of these business trips to Disney. I can't do it, honey. But that's, I know. that's another day, another topic for another day. Who knows? Maybe I'll work in the hotel staff. Yeah. So that takes us over to Fort Wilderness Resort. And we talked about a little bit about some of these things, didn't we, Sophie? Yes, we did, because we mentioned Wilderness Lodge, which is the... Not Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, I know. Campgrounds. I know. Wilder- yeah. We talked about how those are different when I mistook them to be the same. Yeah. So the campgrounds we talked about. Um, and so today we're going to talk about the cabins, right? So 
Yep, and we've stayed in one of these cabins, and they are amazing. They can sleep up to six people. Mm-hmm. And they're a full cabin, so, I mean, like, full fridge, um, dishwasher, silverware, your kitchen, you know, everything you need there. Um, full bathroom, a, a room um, with a bed that sleeps two. And then a set of bunk beds. And then also in the living room, a pull-out couch that also sleeps too. So it's like a queen-size pull-out couch. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um, you know, it's just really cool. And, of course, um, Wi-Fi and things like that in each each of the cabins. And like you were saying, Sophie, we stayed there last October when we went and did the the not-so-scary Halloween party, right? Yes, we did. And Aunt Sheila and Uncle Randy and Jagan, they were there with us. And they brought all this food to yeah. put in the fridge. And it was great. It was great. And it was, and it worked out really well. It was a great way to split cost and um, to be able to do that. So the cabins, because they sleep six, they are, um, they're a moderate category um, room in, in as far as Disney is concerned and they also have a um, a little bit higher price tag because they're like it's like getting a suite you know where a suite costs more because you can sleep more people in it so mm-hmm. um, so if you're looking at pricing they're a little bit higher priced but you know I think if you've got that party of six I think they're worth it and just like um, with the campgrounds, the cabins have a ton of things to do. You know, a lot of different dining venues, right, Soph? Oh, yeah, a tons of different dining venues. I don't think we scratched the surface in all the different things that we that no. they have available. We, we definitely did not. We were too busy going over to the Wilderness Lodge and eating at Whispering Canyons. Exactly, which we'll cover that next week. But... um. And it's but great. yeah, hoopty do review, you know that's a that's a table service and it's two dining credits. So mm-hmm. if you are on the Disney dining plan, expect to pay two credits because it's also, in addition to being a great place to eat, it's also a show. So it's like dinner theater. Um, and then there's Trails End. We talked about that last time. Um. Trails End is a table service. It's like a buffet. And Sophie, I know you haven't eaten there yet. One day we'll make it over there because I think you'd really like it. They got great chicken. They got great um, breads, great desserts. I Oh, man. Good it vegetables. amazing. Mac and cheese was so good. Um, <laughs> and then um, those are the two table service restaurants at Wilderness. And then there's also an assortment of quick service places. You got the mm-hmm. Chuck Wagon. You got P&J's Southern Takeout. You got Meadow Snack Bar. And you got Crockett's Tavern. Um, now, Crockett's Tavern is more like a bar. So um, the Disney Dining Plan is not accepted. But the other three, the, the dining plan is accepted, and they're all quick service. Chuck Wagon, it's like where you can go to get a quick hot dog, um, you know, or a burger. So, and takeout, yeah. the takeout looks a lot like they might use the same kitchen as Trails End because they got cornbread and they got chicken and they got other stuff like that, mashed potatoes, things like that. So, 
So That's it's a quick service and an easy way to get to get some good southern food in your belly. Mm-hmm. And then what do we got over at recreational activities, Sophie? For recreational activities, there are a bunch of things. It's just like going to summer camp. You know what? That's a great way to put it. Um, summer camp, exactly, because you got pools and you can do archery. Archery. You can go over and check out the ranch, the Tricircle D Ranch. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you're going um, after the coronavirus break is up, um, right now the Tricircle D Ranch is closed for a renovation. But um, I can check and see when it'll be opening back up. And then um, that'll be something you can do when you're there. And what else can you do there? You can get in a horse-drawn carriage. You can ride ponies. You can ride wagons. Uh-huh. And like most of the other moderate resorts, there's a campfire, but this one's special because it also is a campfire sing-along with Chip and Dale. So it's definitely good for the little kids because yeah. we all like chipmunks. And then there's the movie Under the Stars, of course. And there are so many other ones we couldn't possibly fit them on this list. I mean, things like renting a powerboat to go fishing or going fishing or... Yep. Um, I even saw like the pony ride. Well, I already talked about pony rides, but, um, but just the list goes on and on. You can rent bikes and ride your bikes and things like that. I mean, uh-huh. so many different things to do there. I mean, it, and that's why so many people, when they visit, a lot of times they'll park their RV and stay for two or three weeks because there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I didn't get to see the pool when we were there, but by the looks of it, it is great. It, sure, the rest of the resort is kind of no concrete, only sidewalks and gravel roads, but I promise that the pool is clean and it's just like any other pool it's just a little closer to the trees yeah (laughs) exactly but anyway the cabins at fort wilderness are a great place to consider so they're beautiful and there's a lot to see and do and it's just a it's a different kind of experience than just going to a regular resort like um like Coronado or like the ones coming up, Port Orleans, Riverside, French Quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little bit different, but, but um, you know, it doesn't make it any different as far as better or worse, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's amazing. It's definitely a different experience. And yeah. I will stick by my saying that it's just like summer camp because think- it is. And, and I, I think that's the best statement we've had all day. Mm-hmm. So that takes us to the next one on our list. And yes. I'm going to cover this one, and then you'll close us out with the last one. How about that, Soph? That works for me. Okay. Well, the one we're talking about this time is Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. And, um, you know, Port Orleans Resort used to be one big resort, Sophie. And it, it wasn't that sounds like a nightmare to manage. And it wasn't broken up. But then they broke it up into the two. And they've got the Riverside and you got the French Quarter. And um, 
you're going to be covering the French Quarter in just a little bit. And so mm-hmm. I'll talk about the about Riverside. And the big thing about Riverside, when I'm talking to my clients about it, I tell them that French Quarter is like being in New Orleans. And Riverside is like you've, you've gotten on the boat and you've gone up the Mississippi into the bayou. Um, and that's the way I think of it anyway. And maybe it's not as simple as that, but I think anyway. of it that way too. It's like two different sides of New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. So Port Orleans Riverside um, has it's the bigger of the two um, Port Orleans resorts, and um, as a result, it does have a a table service restaurant called Boat Rights Dining Hall. And um, I've got a lot of clients that have eaten there and enjoy it. So if you're staying here, let's say you're getting in on your first day and you're, and you're getting in, you know, mid-afternoon or lunchtime or whatever, and you're not planning on going to the parks, this would be a great way for you to have a nice, we're going to step in and we're going to enjoy and have a nice meal to kick off our vacation. This is a great place to consider for your for your first night um, dinner and um, there's also a food court called the Riverside Mill Food Court mm-hmm. and that's a quick service and it, it does accept the Disney dining plan and then there's a couple of lounges one called the River Roost and one called Muddy Rivers and we know from last week that the River Roost is the home of Yeehaw Bob when he does his performances right so Yes, and he is a great performer. We've been watching his Sunday night live streams, and they are amazing. Uh-huh. And if you haven't seen one, I implore you to go see one. Yeah. Hop onto Facebook, search for Bob Jackson, and um, and you'll see this sharp-dressed man in a suit, and he'll talk about his shows coming up on Sunday nights. With an and- amazing head of hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's an inside joke um, for those that don't know. Bob has no hair, <laughs> but he's always asking, isn't he, Sophie? Are you sure you're not messing? I'm not messing up my hair. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's always asking that. <laughs> and then the Muddy Rivers is another is another lounge. Um, and both of those, since they're lounges and serve alcohol and things like that, they're not really on the dining plan so you can't use a disney dining plan they don't accept it there but um but i i'm looking forward i hope we're able to see him live at Me riverside too. um because we'll i'm see. 18 i'm old enough to go yes yeah, right and when we go in july you'll be 19 oh yeah so even older that's not old enough to drink but old goodness. enough to go visit so that is that's coming really close wow yeah so um anyway recreation daddy yeah there's recreational things at riverside just like at the other resorts and um you know you got the pools and since this used to be one big resort you can actually swim at either the riverside resort pool or at french quarter um and you know and you can swim at either one normally when you're at a resort you're only limited to swim at the pools at that resort. You can't go to another resort and use their pool. So this is a little bit different here. Um, You've got horse-drawn carriage rides, which are really cool because they take you down the path 
of the Sasagula River, which takes you to Disney Springs, as we as we learned when we talked about Disney Springs. And um, if you have like an anniversary or something like that, it might be a really cool romantic um, time for just your husband and wife to um, to maybe get a little romance and just see what it's like um, through a horse-drawn carriage ride. Um, and then, like Sophie said, we've got the movies under the stars, and they actually have campfires here. They call it Campfire on the Bayou, and one of the neat things in addition to the campfire is you can actually rent what's called a Surrey bike. And a Surrey bike, if you don't know, is a bike that seats two or four people, but it's a four-wheeled bike. So it's like it's like you're in a car almost. I want to rent a Surrey bike. That'll we, be the only bike I'll ride. <laughs> and then there's a lot of other things. You know, you can actually go fishing at Riverside. They have a um, a fishing hole where you can you can participate in fishing. So if you're a little kid and you want to go fishing with your grandpa or your grandma um, or whatever, you can do it. It's catch and release. So anything you catch has to be returned to the water, but it might be a little bit of a fun break um, and on and on. So there's a lot of different things you can do at, at Riverside and at French Quarter. Mm-hmm. And one last thing about Riverside is they have – some special rooms they're called royal guest rooms and these are um, themed after the movie the princess and the frog and they are princess tiana rooms so they're so it's like you're a princess and this is your room and it's been decked out for you because you're a princess so that is an option um Another thing that is an option, if you have a party of five, you can stay at Riverside. And we didn't mention it, but you can also stay at at Caribbean Beach because they have some rooms that will sleep up to five. And those um, have like a Murphy bed that drops down off the wall that you can set up and sleep on. So so just a couple of things for parties of five. That's an option. but that's that pretty much covers it for for Riverside. So Sophie, uh-huh. close us out with French Quarter, why don't you? I would love to, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this will be the resort that we will stay at if we go in July, won't it? It will be the resort we're at. We have a Riverview room scheduled for us for July 12th through the 18th, and the Riverview rooms have a view over the Sasagula River. So we'll be able to see that from from our door. Well, what you see in Daddy's background is the Port Orleans lobby. Mm-hmm. and The French Quarter lobby, yep. Mm-hmm, the French Quarter lobby. And we have stayed here before, and it is truly amazing. And speaking of the Sasagula River, going straight into dining rooms, there is this place called the Sasagula Float Works and Food Factory. It's a quick service, and it is Disney Dining Plan accepted, and it's like a food court. Mm-hmm. It is it like is, a food court. Because R- French Quarter is the smaller of the two, they do not have a table service here. 
but they do have the food court just as that's what I call it. And there they have these amazing little things called beignets. That's right. And they are delicious. Delicious. They're shaped delicious, like delicious. Mickey Mouse, aren't they? Yes, they can be. And can I interrupt for a second, Steph? Yeah. Just wanted to point out that um, really, if you did want to eat at Boat Rights and you're staying at French Quarter, it's only about a 10 minute walk. From the lobby of French Quarter up the river path to the lobby of Riverside. So it's not a far distance. So if you do want to eat it at the restaurant, the table service restaurant at Riverside, it's about a 10 minute walk, or you can take the water taxi ride um, up from French Quarter up to Riverside. So. Mm-hmm. And as for the other two dining things here, they like. At Riverside, the Riverside has two lounges, and these ones are lounges too. They're bar service, therefore the Disney dining plan is not accepted, but they are called the Scat Cats Club and Mardi Grogs. <laughs> and the Scat Cats Club plays jazz music. Yes, it does. And we've actually heard, when we were passing through the lobby, we actually heard a bit of it one time during one of our stays at, at French Quarter. Yes, so, we did. And it's really a neat, it's a neat sound. And it it's really cool to just stand for a moment and listen, even if you don't, you know, have a drink or whatever. It's neat to just take it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marty Grogs is another lounge. And, and it's just so funny the way they get these names, right? Yep. And then on to recreation, there are pools, like we said. And you can hop between the two. Riverside, it's more like just your regular pool. Kind of. Not regular because it's a Disney pool. But the French Quarter pool, which is one that I've swam in, it is themed after Mardi Gras. Yeah. And there are all these different, like, brightly colored neon turquoise animals about there are alligators playing trumpets and trombones and whatnot and i've actually gotten a picture with one of them i think yes and you then have. the water slide is themed after this huge green sea serpent and you slide down out of its mouth into yep. the pool and it's really fun and then they don't have a campfire here this is one of the resorts where they don't have that but what they do have is something called painting on the bayou and it is well it's like the campfire at riverside but it's painting yeah it's something completely different and i haven't ever heard of it before we started researching this so i don't know well, how long I they've think, been doing this or not you know i actually think that i have seen someone doing a painting on the bayou and basically what they do is they take your picture or something and they paint you way out of proportion like your head is about five times the size of your body oh okay yeah so they paint your portrait but they paint it in a very like cartoony sort of way yeah okay i'd like to check into that a little bit more Mm -hmm. and then something similar in liberty square when we've been there. Mm-hmm. And then what's this last thing we've got, Sophie? And then last thing, 
well, not the last thing because the list goes on and on just like with the other resorts, but the last thing we have on the list is something called the Beignet Fun Run. And it's basically what it sounds like. You run around the resort, 1.5 mile course actually, and you receive a finisher's medallion along with a tasty beignet. Okay, okay, that's not nearly as fun as I thought because I wanted to eat as many beignets as possible and then run the course. Kind of like the Krispy Kreme challenge, you know? Yeah, which being in Raleigh, the Krispy Kreme 5K starts at the Krispy Kreme shop and goes to the bell tower at NC State and back and you eat a dozen donuts, mm-hmm. which a lot of it's people It's going to hurt. It will hurt and it will suck. But it sounds so fun because I like sweet things. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's the beignet fun run. And like Sophie said, the list goes on and on. Um, there's a lot of different things to do. And a lot of them are tag teamed with, with Riverside because, you know, they used to be a combined resort. But, um, but it's mm-hmm. neat. There's so much to do. And, you know, one of the things that's kind of fun is just taking – a break from the parks and going and taking the water taxi down to Disney Springs and enjoying some shopping and some activities down there, or maybe a quick service bite or maybe a table service res- reservation down at, down at Disney Springs, you know? So, uh-huh. so there's a lot of different things to see and do down there. And, um, and a lot of it's neat that the um, Port Orleans resorts have that access so you don't have to always get on a bus, you know? Uh-huh. So so that wraps up our feature topic for this week. So it's moving on to this day in Disney history. Sophie, what do you got for us for May 25th? Well, I have got a bunch of silly symphony things just because I couldn't find anything else. Go for and it. I, and they are... Three in a row, mm-hmm. starting with 1932, where the Mickey Mouse film Mickey's Review was released. Okay. And then there's that. Then a year later, in 1933, the Silly Symphony short The Three Little Pigs premieres at the Radio City Music Hall in New York City for one week. Okay. And that would be Disney's 36th Silly Symphony and the 7th in Technicolor. And in 1935, the Silly Symphony cartoon The Cookie Carnival, directed by Ben Sharpstein, is released. And it is like Cinderella, but it is shorter, and it's themed around sweets. Okay. And I have a sweet tooth, so of course I like this one best. (laughs) Well, the three little pigs, could you imagine... You're Disney, and you're able to get your Silly Symphony Three Little Pigs show at the Radio City Music Hall. That's quite an achievement. Yeah, it is. And it's amazing. So those are the three that I have for today. And we also have a special This Day in Disney History. It's not a Disney history. It's a family history, don't we? Who do we want to say happy anniversary to? We want to say happy anniversary to my Aunt Robin and my Uncle Jim. That's right. Happy anniversary, Robin and Jim. 
we thought it would be fun to say that since we're since we're having the podcast appear on your anniversary. So mm-hmm. happy anniversary, kids. Kids. Yeah, wow. because you're her younger brother. That's right. But I'll be polite this time. <laughs> All right. That's my daddy. Now, tell me the who's who character. Well, our who's who character for today. Um, I actually got this character from Robin, my sister, because I asked her what her favorite movie, what her favorite Disney animated movie was. And at first she said Beauty and the Beast. And then she said, well, maybe Tangled. And then she said, final answer, Tangled. And because of Flynn Rider. So our character for today is Flynn Rider. And I don't think I realized this, Sophie, but you probably knew it, that Eugene Fitzherbert, who is his real name, grew up in an orphanage. Did you know that? I did, just because he mentioned that he had no parents, so it would make sense that he grew up in an orphanage. Yeah. And... He grew up reading about a swashbuckling person named Flanagan Ryder. And that's how he came up with his pseudonym of Flynn Ryder. So, um, you know, he gets involved with Rapunzel. He finds her by accident, of course, trying to escape from the, the king's um, guards right. and Maximus. And um, and they are irrevocably connected for the rest of the film and for the rest of their lives, I hope. Yep. Well, they do get married. Yeah. So um, I'm sure everyone knows all about Flynn Rider and knows all about Tangled and Rapunzel and all that. So I'm not going to read the whole thing, but yeah. I do have three bits of Did You Know? Let's see how many of these you knew, Sophie. So, did you know that every time a wanted poster of Flynn Rider is shown, his nose looks different? Yes, I did. (laughs) Sometimes it looks really bad, too. (laughs) And did you know that Eugene is in his early to mid-20s? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, last did you know, let's see if you knew this one. Did you know that Flynn Rider was originally conceived as a big, burly, blonde-haired man? No, I did not. And it doesn't sound very good at all. Sounds more like Mm -mm. the Stabbington brothers, doesn't it, than it does Flynn Rider. It does, although they are genders. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so that's my Disney Who's Who's character for today. Flynn Rider, May 25th, 2020. And I have a special Walt Disney quote. Okay. And um, I chose this quote in honor of you, Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. And the quote is this from Walt Disney. It's on films and animation. And Walt says, 
the motion picture has become a necessity of life, a part of our balanced existence. It is not a negligible luxury. People are always going to demand and enjoy movies in the theater, perhaps not as exclusively as they did when public amusements were more limited. Patronage will depend more than ever upon what we put on the screen and especially on how well we understand the needs and desires of our younger customers. Mm-hmm. For their favor, we must compete as never before. And I chose that audience because Sophie has been accepted to Full Sail University and she will be studying for her bachelor's in film. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, Sophie. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. So we got a lot of work to do, but she is set to start her school career at Full Sail at the end of August. So we've yeah. got a lot of things to do before then, but I wanted to acknowledge it and say, great job, honey. Very Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. All right. So that wraps us up for this week's On the Road with Mickey. Um, Next week, we are going to be looking at the Disney Deluxe and Deluxe Villa Resorts. And we probably will highlight just some of the some of the big ones because um, a lot of them. So many. Yeah. And a lot of them we haven't done before. But there are a lot of ones we've seen and know something about. So I think that's what we'll focus on. Mm -hmm. Contemporary. Well, Bay Lake Tower. Oh. Yeah. And Grand Floridian are the top three. Yeah. And um, so that wraps us up. Just a reminder that On the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis and Tech Solutions NC. If you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to them. Tech Solutions is found at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook. And you can reach Mike for travel needs at Mike at pixievacations.com or on Facebook at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. Sophie, thanks for joining me, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for having me. Uh Bye, everybody. Bye.